So there I was, out in the Alteric Mountains, waiting for the abominable Greech. I had been out there earlier, and I kept missing him. Someone else kept getting him, looking for the abominable Greech. Could not find him. I gave up, and I just left my mane there, around the spot that I knew he came. When I came back later that evening, I had discovered his corpse not too far away, and I thought, oh, goody, someone already got him. He can take anywhere from two hours to five minutes to come back. So I decided I'm out here. I want to get this done. I want to finish this quest. I'm going to hang out for a bit. And while I was there around the area that I knew he spawned at, I amused myself by throwing snowballs at my pet, because it was fun. And while I'm doing that, a pack of night elves and one dwarf. Four night elves and a dwarf. This sounds like a bad joke start, doesn't it? Four night elves and a dwarf. Lower levels. I think the highest was a level 44. The rest were all 30s. There was one even at 26. They were obviously grouped for the same quest. And that's fine. Kind of bad planning on Blizzard's part, but it is what it is. So while I'm there throwing snowballs at my pet, this group comes up to me and begin the typical alliance form of communication which is an assortment of emotes as makes rude gesture at you and brushes up against you and farts and all the brilliant wonderful things they do when they're trying to communicate i'm ignoring them because i don't care like yeah 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 you go right ahead knock yourself out i'm waiting for this this guy and then I see in my chat, while this is going on, the abominable Grinch says, Rawr! Your indication that he's back up and running. And it was like somebody fired a pistol into the air at the start of a race. We all take off. Everyone phew, takes off, looking for him. And I see him. He didn't, he didn't spawn at the exact spot, but he wasn't too far from it. Here's the really great thing about being a level 70 hunter. You can shoot really, really far because I think three out of this five pack of Alliance were hunters. The other really cool thing about being a hunter is you could have a warp stalker as a pet, which I do have, and they're great because they don't have to run. They do this kind of very cute waddle move, and then they just blink to the target. So while they're running to get in range of this thing, I just pull back on my bow and fire, and I send my pet after it, and gain aggro completely. And this is, I, I, I think he, what, is he's a 36 elite, which is no issue. Not when you're 70. If it's an issue when you're 70, there's a problem. Needless to say, I got the quest item I needed. I even skinned him, and there was a pack of very, very PO'd night elves and one dwarf. Moral of the story is, it's not nice to tease Auntie Ed or Welcome to For the Horde Radio. 
We have reached episode 11. Thank you for downloading and for listening to everyone who has downloaded. And, and well, obviously you're listening. If you're hearing me, thank you for listening. Then you're, this is like a vicious cycle. Anyway, thank you for listening and welcome to our 11th episode. So that was my Winter Vale victory. I was so happy. You know, if that would have happened any other time, I would have been happy, period. I would have done a little dance and went, <laughs> and uh, that just would have put a smile on my face the rest of the day. But no, I go one step further now. Now something like that happens, and not only do I go, <laughs> I also say, I have an opening story for my show. So that made me even more happy. It was a wonderful moment. I didn't get their names because I really wasn't interested at the time. One of those hindsight things. One of those, oh, they're just being pesky, a little an annoying alliance. And then it turns into something, and it's so awesome. You never know. You see that? You never, ever know. But, oh, they were not happy with Auntie Ed, and I could care less. Don't start nothing. There won't be nothing. I wasn't the one who ran up to your little scrawny level 34 butt and started something. Because, of course, they weren't flagged. But I got other things. I had a plan. I was waiting for the Greech. Not Grinch. Oh, no, no, no. Can't say that word. It's Greech. But anyway, so yes, a Winter Vale, because that is where we are right now. We are in Winter Vale. And by the time you hear this show, we're still being Winter Vale. It'll be cool. So what new, exciting, fun things do we have for Winter Vale this year? Well, we have little Christmas outfit. Oh, I said it. I said the word. Ah, we have little holiday outfits that tailors can make. So I've heard. Leather workers. Me. We we got a recipe to make winter boots. These aren't boots. They are socks. They are white looking socks. But and they need the most weird things. I don't understand why leather workers have to get like copper ore. Can someone tell me that? how does ore filter into leather working? I can't figure this out. But we got winter boots. And people who have a high cooking got some kind of nog of, of some nature. And uh, that's it. That's it. Am I disappointed? Yes. I'm a little disappointed. Now, I love the Winter Vale season in, in World of Warcraft because they do it so well. And it's so cute. I will say, a little disappointed about the Winter Vale setup this year. I think what, and I, I may be alone, but probably... Some of the old the people who have been around for a while may also feel this way. I think after the whole new thing in Hollow's End, we kind of expected that Blizzard would come out with something a little new this time for the Winter Vale. And other than clothing, they, they haven't as far as quests or anything of that nature. And it's a little, um, it's a little sad and disappointing. Still love the Winter Vale. Still think it's cute. Always, you know, it's fun. You got snowballs. Oh, not only did they not add anything new, they took away. They removed one of the best things, which is when you used to throw a snowball, you used to be able to knock someone on their ass. This was great. This was wonderful. Now, oh no, they changed it. You can only do that with a certain type of snowball now. God, the best thing, the best thing was throwing snowballs at people and knocking them on their ass. It was awesome. Tied into a, an old story. It's not that old. It's a year old. I will tell you a, a winter veil. Let's sit up back by the fireplace and uh, Auntie Ed will regale you with an old tale from Winter Vale. Last year, 
before Burning Crusade. Because, yes, by the way, side note, this is also the first year for the Burning Crusades of the first year with Outlands. And all you're seeing are trees everywhere in Shatrath. How exciting is that to add to your lag? But anyway, I digress. We'll get back to that. Auntie Ed's Winter Vale Tale. Last year, I was part of that large guild, which I have mentioned, and someone in the guild around this time of year came on and said, hey, I'm looking for people to run me through LBRS. I need to get my headpiece. Now I'm thinking this must be a headpiece he needs for a set, a headpiece that's just really, really awesome and it just hasn't dropped for him or whatever. And I'm always down with helping out, especially guildies. I'm always sure, especially if I got nothing to do, which you didn't. Other than grinding yetis, we didn't have anything to do. So sure. And we got a five man together and we go in. And we do the best we can because remember, this was pre-Burning Crusade. So we're all little level 60s. So LBRS is a little bit of a challenge, but not too bad. And we get up to this boss he's talking about. It's a mini boss. It's not a boss boss, but it's a mini boss. We get up to the guy, we down him, and he loots the body. And of course, it pops up. You know, when there's special loot, it pops up for everyone to see. And I see what pops up. This headgear was a Santa hat. That was the headgear. And I was not alone in my misunderstanding of what he was after because a couple of people went we came in here for a freaking santa hat and he went yeah what'd you think and we all said well you didn't say i'm going can someone help me i want the santa hat no he said i i need help with getting my headgear hmm a little misleading don't you think and of course he was threatened with somebody like needing it on him <laughs> So what we did in our small amount of outrage, nobody was too bent out of shape over it, but a little like, you couldn't have just said that. No, you had to cloak it so you'd get people to run because you knew if you said, hey, I want to get the Santa hat off this boss, nobody would do it with you. Nobody would go. Oh, so our revenge was, was to hit him with snowballs while he was trying to hearth. Because if you were trying to hearth and one of these old snowballs hit you, it'd stop. You would stop casting or doing whatever you're doing. It'd stop. So that was our goal was to pretty much keep him there until the guy respawned again. And actually, we, we didn't want to wait that long. But we each took turns like, okay, you hearth. Okay, we'll keep at him. And we just kept pelting him with snowballs so he could not hearth. He couldn't do anything. It was really funny. You know, down to the last second of somebody being there to smack with a snowball. It was our small little revenge. So that is Auntie Ed's old, old tale. But getting back to Shatrath, could they make the lag any worse in that place than by adding 10,000 holiday trees everywhere you go and yet have no quests, no nothing? Could we make it any worse? It's nice. If you could move, it'd be nicer. Now, if this is tipping the hand to anybody who has yet to be out in Shadrath, which leads me to another thought, I'm not sure how many of you that is, because what I have noticed, and I've noticed this for a while, and it irks me, it bugs me, like, like really down to the core kind of bugging, is I see a lot of people under level 58 in Shadrath, and I'm wondering why. I know why, because I know a warlock, that's why, or they paid one, but I don't think that's fair. I do not think that is fair at all. It irks me, and I would like to see something done about it, because in my eyes, in my view, if you are not 58, you shouldn't be in Outlands. 
the damn portal doesn't let you go through unless you're 58. You bypassing that by having an insider, I, I don't think they should let you set a hearth. You should not be able to set your hearth in anywhere out there until you are 58. They can do it with items. They can do it with recipes. They sure as hell can do it with a hearth. You can't set your hearth in Outlands unless you're 58 and over. That would be the easiest, sensible Blizzard way to handle this. Maybe it doesn't bother some of you. It bothers me. It really, because to me, it's like you're cutting the line. I had to bust my butt to get my alt up to 58 to go through the portal. I busted his butt to get him that high to get in. And at 56, you get really focused about it. Suddenly, you hit 56 and you go, oh, I'm only two levels away. Hey. And you do the grind. You do the quest. You get up to 58. You go through the portal. You go through the Stargate thing. It's cool. It's wonderful. And it's neat. But no, people bypass that. And I'm, I'm talking like level 20s. I'm seeing running around. Like, well, first, my first question is, what are you going to do? Other than look around, because there's nothing out in Outlands that is under level 58. The lowest you will see out in Outlands is 58. That is it. That's why they don't let you in before that. Everything else is higher. You know, snakes, little non-neutral snakes running around are, are higher than you. What are you doing out here? What can you do except run around an already laggy city? For those who have not been out into Shotrath City... It makes the it makes every other city look like a cakewalk, okay? It is that bad. And part of the reason is that bad is because Blizzard in their wisdom try so hard to give atmosphere to every place in the game, which is cool. But there is such a thing as a little overkill, and Shatrath has that. Uh, for instance, and again not to disappoint you, but this really isn't going to be a disappointment. Because you'll be in lag hell and, and we'll just be trying to move. Around the flight path master in Shatrath, there are, I think, 60, roughly, yeah, 40 to 60 NPCs engaged in sparring combat with each other. They're practicing. It's this army, the Draenei army, practicing. Now, try running through that to get to the flight path. There are NPCs walking everywhere. They're in droves. They're in packs. There's a giant snowflake in the middle of the damn city. Which, by the way, they missed a perfect opportunity, I think, to put a Santa hat on him. Or at least, like, hang trees off of him. Or, or ornaments or something. How cool would that be? It's a giant snowflake. You can call it whatever you want. It's a giant snowflake. It is. <laughs> I won't go into what the hell that is. I'll, if you haven't seen it, I'll let you figure it out on your own. But it's a big-ass snowflake in the middle of the city. But they missed a perfect opportunity to, like, hang ornaments off of it, okay? It's supposed to be some intelligent being. It should have had a Santa hat on or something, but it didn't. Missed opportunity yet again. So, Shatrath is bad enough with the lag. And now, in the holiday season, with 10,000 zillion trees everywhere you look. Which is nice. It Again, it adds to atmosphere. But it is hell with lag. And now, add to this mix zillions of other players who don't belong there. You don't belong there. If you are not 58 and over, you do not belong in Shatrath. My view, I feel very strongly on this. Can you tell? It irks me. And what I would like to do, Blizzard, something I would like to have in game that Blizzard would never let me do, but how I think this problem can be solved, if Blizzard will not just say, no, you can't hearth here, because I think that would cut down on it. If they can't get back 
I mean, unless they're really in good with the warlock, you know, they're going to, you know, can you, can you port me back to Shatrath? I want to look around. That's going to get old real quick. So if you cannot set your hearth out there, I think that would help lower the, the number. But, of course, the gentle, sweet Auntie Ed way of handling this should be that everyone who is 58 and over is given, through quest or purchase, a sack. Can only be used in Outlands. You have a sack. And if you see, doesn't matter which side either, Alliance or Horde, I've seen them on both and it irks me, I don't care which side you're on. You and your sack can go up to this person and put the sack over them. You put them in the sack. And then you take you have the opportunity to take this sack anywhere you want. See, what I would do is I take the sack with the person inside. And I would get on my flying mount, my slow glumph flying mount, and I would fly somewhere and I would drop them in the middle of like the boneyard or, or whatever the heck that got off of places down the road from Shatrath, that bone area or take them out to Shadowmoon Valley and drop them in over there or something. I'd, I'd do the most awful mean things. And of course, the person now in the sack, what happens when you get caught in the sack, your screen goes blank, black rather, not so much blank, but black. And you have like a stun effect on, so you can't move. And the only way you're gonna really know you're moving is if you have a cord program and it shows you like your cords are going and, and you are moved somewhere. Because you shouldn't be allowed out there. I'm sorry. I feel very strongly about this. I do. I look at it almost in the same way as buying gold. I really do. It's like it, it, you're, you're cutting the line. Other people who did not know warlocks, or maybe they did and decided, no, I'm going to do it the right way, busted their butts to get to 58 to see Outlands. Why should you get the easy ride? irks me to no end and I really can't stand it. No, that has absolutely nothing to do with Wintervale whatsoever. But there's not much to talk about with Wintervale this year. Other than, uh, well, what have you seen? Uh, well, have you, you seen the trees? Oh yeah, they're everywhere. You saw Great Father Winter? Oh yeah, we saw him. Well, uh, did you get the reindeer? Yep, yep, yep. Abominable Greech? Yep, yep, yep. Well then, that's it. <laughs> and snowballs that don't knock you over no more. They just kind of splat. They splat you on the side of the head and that's it. They don't knock you over, which I was so upset when I noticed it. It's still Winter Vale. It's still fun. It's cute. It has its moments. I especially like getting mail from NPCs. Does it, I think that's just, that I think is a really neat touch that Blizzard has put in. That like a day later, especially during these holiday things, you get that a lot. A day later, you'll get a, a little present in the mail from an NPC. Ain't that cool? I just think it's neat anyway. So that is Winter Vale, and that is Auntie Ed's view on lower levels in Shatrath. I really want a sack. Want to get a sack, throw it over your head, and drop you somewhere. Well, in keeping with this uh, somewhat holiday-themed for the Horde Radio, we are going to now segue into our first tune, into our first music break, with this happy, festive merriment song just for you. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Alvin! Okay! I wouldn't do that to you. No, I wouldn't. I would not do that to you. I, I see. No. That was just for fun. I'm sure there are some people actually sitting there going, oh, you're not going to play the whole thing? No. To the zillion other people out there who were ready 
to go screaming into the night, no, I will not play the whole thing. That was a that was a small yuck yuck joke for you. But no, we are going to play something very special. We're going to play a, a heartwarming, fuzzy feeling kinda holiday song here for you right now though. Make it really get into that that holiday spirit. Bells like that. 
You don't mess with bells like that. Those bells will eat your face and kick your ass. You don't mess with that. That was Carol of the Bells by Mannheim Steamroller. That is the only rendition of that song I like. I highly recommend you check these guys out. They are so great. They got so many great songs. Mannheim Steamroller, check them out. But now we bring to you live. Actually, no, we can't bring it to you live because this is a podcast. So we are bringing this to you recorded. The one and the only. Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. You're listening to For the Horde Radio, View from the Barn. But you know what? We're coming to you live tonight. Yes, live. And you know where we're coming from? We're coming to you from the Cold Ridge Valley. Yes. And we can see our breath. Now, the more astute of you out there might realize that this is a starting area. This is a kindergarten. And who's it a kindergarten for? Dwarves and the gnomes. Gnomes. Yes, the gnomes. Annie Ed and Big V, we have rolled undercover gnomes, which are easily the most ridiculous freaking things I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) Dear God, I have never seen anything quite this bad. I have green hair. And Annie Ed looks like she's got some sort of pink snow cone on her head. But we can see our breath, and that's important as we go out here to kill wolves. Hey, what what the hell do we even have to get from these wolves? We have to get eight pieces of tough wolf meat. Yes. So, yeah, here we are. And do do we tell everybody what we're going to do here, or do we just let them wonder? We let them wonder. There will be, we will explain... Uh, at the end of the, this episode, when we get to emails, we, it will all become clear then. Yes, there will be clarity. There will be clarity. We'll understand the meaning behind this. But for now, we'll just let you uh, listen in, I guess. <laughs> as, we, as we swan about here in this frozen freaking wasteland. I didn't God. say it. Let's see. All right. So we got to kill a bunch of wolves. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> They're polite like, wolves. They are. They They don't attack. And I'm a gnome madge, which means all I have is a stick and a fiery spell. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, let me get on my frost armor here. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah, I'm feeling much better now. There we go. We got demon skin rolling here. We're good. Oh, oh, yeah, you're a warlock. Yes, I I am a warlock, which means I have a butter knife and (laughs) what the hell is this? I don't even know. Farted on him and he died. <laughs> I didn't even get a shadow up. That was all you. Oh, rock on for me then. Yes, it is a wasteland of dying wolves here. And for those of you out there who are wondering, you know, did Big V lay another egg tonight? No, actually, um, <laughs> I, I didn't. We just kind of decided to do this. <laughs> this is one of those times I really wish we had fraps. You know, or perhaps would work, and Blizz hadn't totally nerfed it with their genius chat feature. Oh man, oh, you, you totally, totally I, ninja'd I, my wolf here. I ninja'd Big V's wolf. I'm sorry. Okay, and I got the spell off first. No, you didn't. I hit him with the fireball. No, Shadow Bolt hit it first. <laughs> I'm crap. 
Like there ain't enough of these freaking things around here. Come on. Yeah, what? what yeah, I'm not sure that I like what being the gnome is doing to you. This hurts. I you saw must... it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll become clear. I looked at it first. Yes, I that also will become clear. Where are you? I can't find you amongst the corpses. Yes, God, it's like we've gone seal hunting. Come here, let me hit you with my stick. And uh, prior to beginning the uh, carnage here, we had a little um, we had a little dancing going on here. And I gotta tell you, the gnome dancing was equally as scary. I just dinged. I dinked too. Yes, and I've got a ton of mana, and I'm really smart, and I'm short, and I look (laughs) absolutely ridiculous. I run like I'm hopping. Wait a second. Since I'm Mr. Bad Madge Man, I'm going to kill that You killed a bunny! If I can find another one, I'll do it again. Oh, Oh, look, I got a pair of gloves. (laughs) Trade gloves. I have no money. This is, once again, I must uh, come back to a point I have made. We all start at zero. We do. We uh, you, you have nothing right now. You have absolutely nothing. So these people oh. going around going, can I have some gold? Shut the hell up, yeah. please. We don't want to hear it. We don't care. Because, you know what? You're going to have gold soon enough anyway. You're going to buy it. I'm looking, in, I'm looking in my backpack right now. My one pack. Which has no copper, but what do I have? You know, what did what did Blizz send me out into the world with? A Hearthstone, two refreshing spring water, four shiny apple, shiny red apples, a stick, and a fiery spell. I dinged. Um, <laughs> woohoo! Ah, oh, there you are. How can Come you here, miss this hair? You were out of my LOS. But yes, I got sent out with two spring waters, four mushrooms, butter knife, <laughs> and this shadow bolt thing. And now okay. I've got a dwarf laughing at me. Oh, let's see. I can get some rabbit handler gloves with six armor. Okay, you know, you've got to you've got to understand that, you know, playing Big V, <laughs> oh, I've been gr- challenged to a duel. You haven't. By who? I have uh, Fredempsey. Oh, he's a four, level four dwarf hunter. You, did you accept? Yeah, why not? Oh, good. Go. Okay. I died. Well, he's two levels over you. Yeah, I know. But you know what? I was taking him down. I had him down at 84% health. Here, duel me. Hey, bite me. Laughed at by the dwarf again. But, you know, coming back to the armor thing, you know, playing a warrior as I do, and might I add, a very large warrior, I'm used to, you know, big numbers on my armor because well let's face it that's really all I got going for me all I got is armor because let's face it Tarin are not smart I've looked at this I've looked at the numbers and the the intellect for a Tarin warrior is like 16 okay <laughs> compare that to like 20 something in the 20s for say humans and Gnome mages have up there like 27, 28, something like that. So, really, Big V's a meat shield. (laughs) (laughs) So, really, all I got going for me is the armor. I've got the armor and I got the strength. And I'm used to seeing something, you know, a little more substantial than six. I mean, I think the stuff I got in the starting area was more that they (laughs) equipped me with out in uh, Mulgore was better than that. But anyway. (laughs) That's. Now, I have to go visit my warlock trainer. Oh, yeah? So I can go get my imp. Yes, yes. you got to have that. There's a routine no matter where you are. Start off on quest one. Then you come back, and they always have a message for you from your trainer. 
Once again, Blizzard actually doing a very nice job with hand-holding you yeah. as you go. They, they're really good with that. I will say that. They have faults in other areas, but they're really, really good. You know, you're moving around a little too freaking easily, uh, I've noticed, in this air, in this starting area. Oh, am I Wolf Ninja? Well, at least you can find your damn trainer. The thing that I've got to come back to is that this time last year, I was playing, I was playing Alliance. Yes. Where is this? Hey, listen, you know what? That, that's the thing. The, admitting you have a problem is uh, the, the first, the first step, step to recovery. Yeah. And while I don't have a problem now, let's face it, I, I've been here. It's it's a little it's a little scary, but um, here I am. Where did I go? I believe that would be Wolf Ninja. Yeah, Wolf Ninja. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wait, let me put on my rabbit hammer gloves here. I got a new spell, damn it. Oh, do you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where the Madge Trainer... Oh, I think I just walked away from him. You just walked from him. He's, he's, you see what you did? You see what you did? I was... <laughs> You know, you start, uh, you, you know, you start questioning my hordeness here. <laughs> I made them all defensive. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you started questioning my hordeness, and you're just gonna sit down. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit down. He just sat down. <laughs> and you're gonna just stand there and adjust your girl. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's what she does. She adjusts. You know, torrents scratch their butt. She, Female gnomes adjust girdle. Yeah, all right, come on, let's go kill some trogs. What do I have to do? I have to also kill to get my imp that will be bigger than she is. Yeah. Three feather charms from the Frost Domain novices. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, from the we'll caves to the southwest. Yeah, we'll get over there in a little bit after we deliver letters. Because they think you're freaking FedEx. Exactly. Where you are in the game. Hang on a minute. Yeah, come here, let's group. Just so we're not uh, wolf ninja. But there is a method to this madness, though. Yeah, trust me. There's a reason you're listening to this, and, and don't worry. The segment will, will be over in 20 minutes, like it usually is. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have to endure it that long. Well, actually, while we're running around here, uh, having just a grand old time, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? <laughs> actually, you know, I had a rather disturbing thing happen. Day while I was uh, running around over an org. All right, I'm doing my Wintervale quest because, well, that's what you do this time of year. I'm running to the uh, to the tower. You know, I got to catch the bus to uh, head over to uh, uh, Searing Gorge to free the reindeer. Searing Gorge. Yeah, there's one in Searing Gorge. Are you about to ask me why I didn't go to Tenaris? Yes. Because I didn't read the flipping quest. Oh, okay. I was going to say, why'd you take that route? Yeah, I didn't. It was uh, one of those, after you know, I saw it, I thought, probably should have gone to Tenaris. Shorter uh, flight. Wait, is that a mirror image of me over there? Pretty much, except his hair isn't green. This guy, I bet this is a gold dealer. Look at that name. Yep. Let's call it out. If you can pronounce it. I have no idea. All right, we'll spell it out. Uh, E-H-J-E-T-E-Y-Q-W-U-Y-W. I will say this, and maybe they'll get it. You're saying what, Nihau? Yep. He did. He just typed in. I did. I typed it in with a slash to begin with, like it was some kind of a moat. So, anyway, after I didn't read the quest and hopped on the bus to uh, Siren, well, I didn't hop on the bus to Siren Gorge. I went to uh, Gromgall. On the way to the bus stop, I uh, I, I saw a, a gnomish machine, and I said, "Let me step in. Let me get off my mount and let me step inside this." That was a mistake, friends and neighbors, because I was turned into a gnome in a green Santa suit. I did the dance, and I, are you gonna kill the bunny? No, I'm protecting it from you. No. <laughs> 
he killed the bunny again. <laughs> and now I'm jumping up and down on its corpse. Ha ha ha. I'm a wabbit sweetie. I'm a guitar. Yes. I have I have oh, slain you, the bunny. Rotten. Oh, see what becoming a gnome does to you. You you ninja wolves and you kill bunnies. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's just no good that can come out there's of it. No, this is just bad. A side note here, why do we keep killing these burly guys? Because that's all that shows up for a couple of minutes. The Rockjaw Trogs are over here. He says, in a tone just a tad too familiar for this area. Hey, hey, never made any bones about the fact that I played Alliance. Came clean, I think, the second show? Second show I was on? You want to talk about things that make a weird noise in this game? Trogs. Ah, over from K over here. Let's deliver some mail. Don't hey. touch somebody! <laughs> He's going out to the body you know what? And if I had the talent, I'd skin it too. <laughs> I know. I'm a bad man. Oh, how could you do that to a poor little bunny with the floppy ears? Well, pretty much I just pressed number two. And... <laughs> All right, let's rack up on a side of beef. You'll notice that this uh, rack up on a side of beef, my God. Ah, man, I'll tell you, these fireballs have got some I've got some distance. Hey, I'm, man, when I get back to the horde side, I may have to roll a mage. An undead, a proper mage. Oh, exactly. You know, you can't an undead mage. That's right. And I got a small black pouch. Oh, right. You know, I, I have noticed in my brief doings with when I was playing Alliance, you know, trying out all the characters and everything, mm -hmm. pouches drop for Do the they? Alliance way faster, I think, than on the horde. Just another example of uh, Alliance uh, bias. You know, I remember running around, I remember Big V running around, uh, Mulgore. It was just dreadful. You know, there I was, looking like a hobo in my yodel pants. Because they put, they'll even put the tar in, in yodel pants. Oh, they put everyone in yodel pants. They, it, they don't care. But does everybody's yodel pants look like they need to be in repaired? Well, except the Blood Elves. They got the gushy yodel pants because that's just, hey, they're Blood Elves. Come on. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, you, you can't be having uh, patches on your yodel pants when you're a Blood Elf. Come on. Mm. The GQs of the game. And apparently uh, in the next patch, not patch, in the next expansion, that is, you're going to be able to change your hairstyles, which apparently is important to somebody, but not me. I don't uh, know who. I will say that uh, mages cast pretty damn far. Yeah, they do. Good God. Oh, wait, I forgot to cast my arcane intellect. What does that do? Increases my intellect by two. Well, happy, happy, joy, joy. And way to share. But that's okay. You're a gnome. I understand. And you, okay. get a, yeah, and you get a snow cone in your head. Oh, frayed robe. Changing clothes. Oh, yeah. right. There you go. Spiffy. I'll tell you, isn't it, though? Sleeveless in the snow. Uh, we're killing a, a oh, rock, rock jaws. Rock. Yes. Yeah. Not the burly ones. Yes, we're done with them. We say goodbye to you. <laughs> we will say good day, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, and just hearing you say that makes me... Begs the question, have you seen the Jean-Claude Van Damme WoW commercial? No, I haven't. Oh, God. It was... Shatner's was good, but I almost like Van Damme's better. Because he's kind of... The translation of it, he says, Combat, for me, it's over. It's finished. Mess with me, and I'll turn you into a sheep. And then it cuts to the um, the scene, the uh, cut shot of him doing it. And then it brings him back, and he's got this big cheesy grin, and he says <laughs> in French, "A sheep." That's cute. And, 
I'm also looking for my uh, warlock quest. Yeah. I need my imp. Okay, you know, if you'll if if you'll just be patient, then Peace. we're about to get you. We will get you your imp because we're about to have to go kill things Don't over there. Touch the bunny! <laughs> no, you bastard! You killed the poor bunny. Let's see. What? I'm up to four bunnies now. She just slapped me across the face. <laughs> Ouch. Now, you know, the one thing that i got to mention about this is um, we're going to have to come back here and pick stuff up. Um, here that little gnome running around in the uh, chamber there with the exclamation point. We're going to have to come back and get stuff for him because he's a bit of a Nancy boy and won't run back over here to get it himself. You know, one thing i got to say about this, and it was like this when we started, but I haven't really noticed it just yet in the last, you know, few minutes. This place was giving Baron's chat a run for his money. Yeah. Oh, do not go in there. Do not go in there. We I have, have to go in there. I have to go in there. Oh, damn. Come on. Bring me three pepper charms from the Frostmaid novices from the cave to the southwest. You gotta come back in this cave. You know that. We do? Oh, fine. Then let's... See. Oh, no. We're here. We're here. You see, this is why I d d never group. <laughs> <laughs> never group. Just don't do it. Have low mana. Uh, Mr. Big uh, Mage over here is low in mana. That's right. Gee, guess I shouldn't have taken out that last bunny. Can I say, all these caves look alike in the starting area? Because I distinctly remember one looking like this uh, out in uh, Orgamar. Well, oh, yeah, Orgamar, uh, but yeah, in the Valley of Trials. Yeah, somewhere over there. They didn't have, I forgot what the heck was lurking in there. Boars oh. or something. Yeah, Hellbores. Hellbores well, are... No, no, no. Or was it Felbor? It was Felbors. Felbors, something like that. Because you had to get... There were Felbors, and there were dancing... Right, the skipping you know, imps. The skipping imps, yes. We come bearing gifts. <laughs> A fire! <laughs> A fiery spell! <laughs> Caper towards you. Not unlike my dog when it has to go outside. Okay, all I'm seeing are whelps. I'm not seeing these novices. They're in there. I just oh, they are? I would imagine. Let's see. Well, 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 well. Oh, a novice. novice. Oh, look at that. They don't all pull together. Wow. Ain't, ain't that special? This is the this... starting area, then. Yeah. And there's a corpse right, <laughs> right in front of one of them. How did you die here? I don't know. I was wondering that myself. That's why I brought it up. Okay, there's your novice. guy. Oh, he's speaking troll. Ah, rats. And me without my... Oh, shoot. I'm out of mana. Oh, who's out of mana now? Ah, shit. Yeah, this is why. Don't. Don't ever group. <laughs> you love grouping with me. Come on. How could you not? It's, it's this gnome thing. It's this gnome thing. Yeah, this is bad. It's like an episode of Star Trek or something. We're turning on each other. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's like I'm it's turned our... into the evil Big V. Ah. I got my charm blow pops. We may leave. Okay. Following you. <laughs> it's not wise to follow me. <laughs> now, one thing we noticed about these gnomes is they can haul. I mean, they are moving. Oh, good. Oh, this is how you die. Yeah. All right, we just figured it out. We figured it out. Now the secret <laughs> is out. We know how to do it. Okay, we're good. Can I just say we are cruising through these levels here? Oh, God, it's disgusting. It's time to train again. You know, not that we're going to need them for this little side project we got going on here, but... uh. No. Which will become which will become apparent yes, at the end will. of the show. Really, you're not going through this for nothing. It's fun. It's exciting for somebody. Because <laughs> I don't think it's that fun for us either. No, actually, this is I'm getting nauseated a little bit. <laughs> and that was View from the Barn with Big V.
Normally, we'd thank Big V for doing that, but he's a bunny killer. So, on him. Every so often here at For the Horde Radio, we like to give you useful advice. We don't often do this, but every so often, we want to give you useful advice that you can use in your travels in Azeroth. I have such advice to give to you, and that advice is this. Never, ever, ever, ever go on a pug run to ZG. Allow me to make this clear. Not ZF, ZG. These two get confused sometimes. ZF, known as Zulfarak, is in Tenaris, is a five-man run, is levels mid-40s, early 50s, thereabouts. That's okay to pug. ZG is Zulgarub, found in Stranglethorn Vale. At its time, it was the hot spot for 60s to go run in their raid groups. It is no longer, but it was once. It was a shining crown once. Now it is deserted. There are tumbleweeds and things roll by, crickets. The elite hanging out are bored. They're playing poker, you know. They're watching TV, they're munching on popcorn. So it's not as hot as it was. It was because of this that when I saw in chat someone looking to get a group together to go to ZG, I had a moment of nostalgia. Oh, ZG, I have not done that in probably a year, if not more. And I have never done it with my pally, who I was playing at the time. So I figured, say, this would be a good opportunity for my pally to get him in a group and bring him in to somewhere that I'm vaguely familiar, I'm pretty familiar with ZG. I've, God knows I've done it enough times. I did it as a hunter, so let's try it as a pally. And they were looking for tanks and healers. And I whispered back to this person, who I did not know, and said, I can do either. I, I, I'm specced more for tank, but I'm more than delighted to pick up, you know, grab the pink armor and, and go heal. I get immediately invited to the group. There's about seven, eight people so far. ZG is normally a 20-man raid, roughly. You can get away with less than that if you know what you're doing. With a pug group, you don't usually know what you're doing. <laughs> or at least you can bet that most people don't. And sure enough, that was the case. That was what I walked into. It took another hour, I'm going to say, for, to get... I think we had like 13 people by the end of this. So we were a little undermanned. We had more pallies than I would have known what to do with. And a priest, one poor priest who got suckered into this. And all they kept saying was, we have no healers, we have no healers. It's like, you've got plenty of freaking healers. You just aren't acknowledging that they can heal. Granted, if you're not spec for it, you will not do as well. But that's like saying you're looking for DPS, but if a hunter isn't marksmanship spec, you know, you can't shoot. Like, no, they can shoot. Maybe they won't do as well, but if they're, if they're you know, like beast mastery or something spec, but they can shoot. Same deal with a pally. They can heal, just like a shaman. They, they can do it. Just maybe not as well as a priest. And actually, they will never be as well as a priest. Pre that's what a priest does. But they go charging in. Now, there's no organization. It's like, who's main tank? Who knew? There was, we had like three warriors. And all of them thought they were that. You know, we're main tank. And they go running in and start aggroing everything. And oh my god, it was a nightmare. It was an absolute freaking nightmare. 
And I knew this from the minute I stepped into the instance. I went, oh, God, <laughs> what have I done in the name of nostalgia? But I committed myself. I have agreed to do this. I'm very committed. See, this is also the reason, because I know some people, if they join a pug and it's going badly, will just leave. And trust me, many were doing just that. They were like, I'm out of here. Enough of this. But I'm, I will stick to the bitter end because I made a commitment to stay with this group. And I hate walking out on a group, any group, even a pug. It, uh, there was one or two people who knew the instance and knew kind of how to work it in their own way. We, apparently the big goal of whoever initially started this was to get to the panther boss because they had heard the panther boss occasionally drops a mount. Yeah, I've heard that too. I mentioned I've run ZG many, many times. The damn thing never dropped once since we did it. And this was hot top, you know, this was every week you'd run ZG. I also found it interesting um, to those old timers out there, the time has changed. It used to be saved for like three days and now it's saved for 10 hours because it, it tells you a little timer. It used to be three days. Now it's 10 hours. Wow. Wow. What a change. And again, I mean, ZG used to go up to the front steps. Those of you who have ventured to into ZG or have seen it, you have to go past. You, you can't quite miss it. You, they got two big snaky statues and big level 56 elites standing there looking, trying to look very, you know, forbidding and, and scary. And they're bored out of their skull now. And your goal is to pretty much get on a mountain ride for your little freaking life for a little bit, um, you know, past them, up this hill, up several flights of stairs, and if you're lucky, get off your mount, open the door, and charge through the instance before they get you. In all of the lowering of certain areas, such as, for instance, Welling Caverns, a lot of the instances, Sunken Temple too, where they used to be, before you got to the instance, they used to be elite. Now they're not. They changed it. Well, these guys are still elite. Not a huge deal. And certainly not a huge deal if you're 70. I'm not 70 on the pally. So you do one of these mad dashes, and you lose them if you go through the instance, and then they come out. This used to be a place where you couldn't find the door. You could not find the door for all of the people standing there waiting for their groups to begin, waiting for all, you know, Alliance and Horde, everyone just gathered and waiting to go in. And now there are tumbleweeds. It was freaky and sad in a way. Now I've heard that the Outlands endgame stuff is far superior to what we were used to. The, what is it called now? Legacy content? I hear it is far superior as far as well, not just drops, but just what you're looking at and the bosses are, are better and it's just more cool. I would love to find out. I really would. I've done none, none, absolutely none of Outland instances. I am, what's the phrase? Chomping at the bit to do it. I've done none. I haven't even done Caverns of Time. I am dying to do these, but our guild, I've mentioned this, our we guild is we and small and we can't. You want to join our guild so we can do end raid? That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great if you want to come over to the Mandaron server and look us up. We'll be happy. We want to do endgame. We really do. And, and the problem is our server is not terribly large. So everyone's kind of already broken up. The bigger guilds already have snatched their people, you know, have snatched up everyone. It's like broken down to like four. And that's, I think, how it is on a lot of servers. You have the really big guilds. And if you don't belong to them, you're screwed because you don't have enough people. It's like we're in a catch-22. We we want people who are, you know, and, and who, I'm, I'm slightly off topic here. I'm sorry. I kind of 
went off in another vein. Uh, uh, since I am off on this avenue, we'll continue on it. I, most people, I think, look for, I mean, some don't. Some want the diehards. I don't. I don't want diehard guilds because some of them are freaky. Let's face it, some can be a little freaky. My label being a casual player, meaning I am not on 24-7. I come on a couple of nights a week for two hours maybe i play on the weekends a little bit more and that's it but at the same token we want to do end game like just because i'm not on 24 7 does not mean i don't want to do this i do <laughs> very much so but for some reason that becomes equated with oh well you're you just don't want to you're, you're not taking it seriously enough it's a game what do i have to take seriously but anyway when you're looking for a guild you're usually looking for folks like you folks who have the same attitude in game as you do whether that is serious hard player i'm going to do every quest no matter how stupid and frustrating it is i will do it i'm going to do every end game i'm going to get every piece i'm going to do be exalted in every faction that's fine if you enjoy it knock yourself out to the other end of the spectrum where i'm hanging out which is go in and have a good time and go in and have a good time with people you, who you like so anyway that's a small sidestep avenue how did i get there how did i get to guilds oh right because we we're talking about end game and I went off um, from my ZG story. Let us return back to the nightmare. Actually, there's not much more of a story to tell, except that it was an absolute nightmare. You had people ninjaing everything. I mean, people just ninjaing stuff left and right until someone with brains and put the damn thing on master loot. It was like, thank you. This was the one person, one of like the two, three people who knew how to run. So, oh, right. I remembered where I was going with this story. Sorry, I went off. The Panther boss is not an easy boss to do. And we sure as hell didn't have enough people. But that was the big goal, was to get the panther drop, the mount drop from the panther boss. And the person with brains, the smart person, said, look, before we even venture there, let's see if we can take down the bat boss. Because if we can't take her down with what we have, we're going nowhere else. If we can't take her down, we're screwed. So, and, and just give it up now, because we're not going anywhere else. We go to the bat boss. Now, you got to clear the path to get to her. There she is, standing upon the ledge, looking glowy and green. I have done the bat boss. So I had this other guy. So I had a couple of folks. And throughout this all, there was some level. I don't even remember what level he was. He's calling everyone a noob. You noob. How could you know? The bats blow up. You didn't know that, noob? Yes, in case you didn't know that, the bats blow up. But that's another story. I had forgotten they did that. Like I said, I was a hunter. I'm usually in the back shooting. This is the first time I'm acting as, you know, running up to it and hitting it. Because they didn't want my healing expertise. So that's what I was doing. And I forgot they did that the first one. We, I went, oh, right. <laughs> it was exciting. So they're, they're explaining the fight. Well, you know, she comes down and she, about, what, 70%? Uh, you got bad ads that come. You got to AOE them down real quick. And then uh, when she gets down to, you know, whatever, she, she does mana drain on people and... And that's about it. I'm waiting and nobody else is saying, and if you've done ZG, you know what else she does. You know what else she does, that'll kill you. I type in, you forgot she heals. And to stop her from healing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's this minor point. I'm not talking she heals, like, a little bit. No, this bitch heals badly. And if you don't stop her, call it a wipe. It, it, it can be that bad. It really can. If you let her heal, the object is don't. This just went bad. So, you know, we barely get done explaining kind of how the fight generally goes. No one, by the way, this was just like a general overall, this is how the fight goes. Not, okay, 
Now, for positioning, Hunter stand here. Warlock, actually, we didn't even have a warlock. Our one mage, stand back here. Priest, back here. Don't let her put the hunters in between the priests and the magic users so that when she mana drains, it hits the hunters first, not the people who really need the mana. All of this. No, we didn't get a chance to talk about any of it because the damn idiots just run up and aggro her. They decide, okay, fight's on, and aggro her. And here she comes. It's like, brilliant. Somehow. Don't ask me how. Actually, the first time we wiped on her. Pretty sad, huh? We wiped on the bat boss. First time. We come back and do it again, and we got it a second time. Barely. Barely. We move on to the snake boss. The same brilliant technique done by the tanks. Not, okay, main tank, take the boss, bring him over here, have him here. Meanwhile, you know, off tank, take these two other snakes, bring down this one first, bring down this one second, then everyone get on the boss. But no, he just runs in the room and aggros him. It was, this was three, four hours of this. And yes, I clung on. I, I hung on. We actually did get the snake boss down. And then we went to the raptor dude. I I don't, I forgot his name. All I know is he's the raptor dude. Uh, the guy who rides the raptor. You know who I'm talking if, if you've been there, you know who I'm talking about. If not, <laughs> he's actually kind of interesting. As far as bosses go, I always thought he was kind of cool. Because he does this neat thing. If you've never experienced him before, he does a really cool thing. It's one of those, ZG was always good for kind of preparing you for bigger instances. It was almost like a mock, a, a, a trial run for your guild. As far as working together and who does what and paying attention to what is not it's not just hack and slash it's you got to kind of watch what's going on because the npcs are smart and if you're not careful they're going to kick your ass if you're just trying the you know hack and slash method the raptor boss i don't know what his name is i know it's not raptor boss but that's what i call him he does this thing the reason i call him the raptor boss by the way is because he rides a raptor that's why he comes down the stairs on his raptor and the idea of course is he hops off the raptor so you have raptor and him idea is off tank takes raptor over to the corner and off tanks him main tank stays on boss everyone else stays on boss too by the way but he has an interesting thing where you'll get a whisper from him i love when npcs whisper you isn't this cool you get a whisper from the npc and he says your name i'm watching you now if th this may mean nothing to some of you those of you who have nostalgia like i do will go oh yeah if he is watching you this is just a heads up if you ever do zg and you get to this guy and no one tells you this here's what you do if he is watching you stop doing anything stop it click away from him click if you're healing so stop stop stand there don't move wait until he goes looks at someone else if you don't if you don't he'll give you a warning and it's kind of funny because he said you know don't make me angry you wouldn't like me when i'm angry cute you get that warning he will then come at you and do awful, awful things. And the more people he kills, the stronger he gets. So this is why you want to just kind of back off when he's watching you. I just thought that was just a neat, cool thing in general. But you got to watch it. Was this mentioned before we went in? No, of course not. Some people are, he's watching everyone and they're just wailing away. Oh, it was so horrible. I finally gave up when my armor, when I was down to zero on everything. My shirt 
was down to zero. No, not my chess piece even, my shirt, my socks. I had nothing. I had nothing left. I am in the red. I had that little picture come up, and it's bright red. It was terrible. And I, and they're like, let's do it again. Because by this point, half the group has been fed up and has walked out. But like I said, I was clinging on, and I hit zero, and I just said, I got to repair. And this isn't even an option right now, guys. I have to repair. I am no good to anybody right now. And as I'm leaving, because I ran back through the instance out to Stranglethorn and to go back to Gromgall to repair, and I got, like, level 35 Panther kicking my butt is how bad my armor was okay i get back i repair i got a nice eight gold and change repair bill for my trouble and by this point the group is down to like you know seven people again half of them the the weird warriors who don't know like how to listen or and they just like run in and aggro everything and they're looking for more people i'm just like you know what i'm done i'm done i leave four hours and an eight gold repair thanks for the eight gold repair bill guys appreciate it did i get even get anything no because i ninja all the drops it was just awful my advice to our listeners don't pug zg i mean i i know there are some people who say oh legacy don't do it i say you do it just to experience it just once just to see if you've never done it if you've never been in there and you've never done it just to experience it because actually like i mentioned it is a training ground and as i've heard out in Outlands, there are certain fights that you say, this is like the bat boss in ZG. If you've never done that, you'll have no clue what the hell they're talking about. They'll go, what? Just just to do it. Just to say, you know what? I did it. I did it. Tough little bugger. I forgot uh, how tough it was. It can be a little tough, these buggers. But just, what a hard... Oh, God. Don't pug to ZG. Don't do it. Oh, that was awful. So that is Antiet's advice to you. Well, as I've gone off on that, we are going to take another break. And I'm going to tell you a little bit before uh, I play this song for you. About two years ago, there was a local band in my neck of the woods who appealed to the large radio station. Uh, they, they kind of appealed to them and, you know, we love your show. We love your morning show. You know, morning shows are very upbeat. And this big radio station, feeling sympathetic, gave them a huge break. Uh, they had a demo CD out. And this radio station, like, played it, sold their stuff, had them in on interviews. They were good. They were really good. Sadly, very sadly, they're no longer in in existence. No record company. Did I say record? (laughs) Boy, did I just date myself. Uh, No recording company picked them up that I could tell because I went looking for them because I came across this CD in my collection because I was very fortunate and and privileged to buy it when it was for sale. It's got five songs on it. That's all they had. Five songs that they recorded on the CD. It's kind of like their demo like here and it's good. So appropriately one of my favorite songs is called New Year's Eve and this is from last week who sadly or when I can tell they're not around anymore but we're going to play them here for you right now at For the Horde Radio. So enjoy.
by last week. The name of the album was Thoughts to Keep You Company. If you can find it, I highly recommend you pick it up. Great little CD by these guys. Really ashamed that they're not there anymore. And at last, we come to the last section of the show. We have got so much to talk about here. It's, it's not even funny. We have a ton of stuff to, to get through. So we will try to do so as painlessly as possible. But first and foremost, let us get down to official business first, which is to announce the winner of the caption contest. Can I tell you, I don't know what I expected as far as entries go, but oh my God, I I don't think I expected so many. Wow, you guys are just incredible. The imagination and downright funniness of, of all of you was great. Uh, so first, huge, huge round of applause to everyone who entered this contest. My God, it was really a tough choice. And I kept coming back to, I, I really wish we didn't, I wish we didn't just have to pick one, but it's like Highlander, there can only be one. And we, we did tell you this when we started this, but unfortunately, that's all we can do. And this was not an easy decision at all. We really had a tough time narrowing it down. But after Big V and I, after going around and around, and again, just fabulous job to everyone. However, yes, we have narrowed it down to one person. And drum roll, please. I don't actually have a drum roll, but you know what one sounds like. Anyway, the winner of our first so far caption contest goes to uh, uh by the way the the prize is a 60 day free in-game world of warcraft game card and that goes to ogdrew a blood elf warlock on far striders congratulations awesome awesome entry like i said they were all awesome this was really really a tough choice guys I gotta say, we, we really were sitting there for hours going around with this, but Ogdrew, congrats, you've won. His entry was, and we're gonna have this up on the website so you can see it, this really just tickled the both of us. His entry is, Fain Death, er, Fade, er, Cell Shatter, er, Stone Claw Totem, yes, no, maybe if I just sit here and close my eyes, they won't see me. Excellent. Well done. Congrats to you, Agdrew. So, get us over your address, because as I said, we are, it's getting mailed. So, give us your address, let us know where we can send this to, and congratulations. And again, huge, huge, huge thank you to everyone who participated in this. And yes, we may be doing another one of these down the road, because we had a really good turnout with this. And uh, thank you all so much. We really appreciate it. Again, hard call. Very hard call to make. So that is the first order of business. Second order of business. We have a list. I told you we got a lot to cover. You may, some of you may, anyway, if you check out the website, you may have noticed we have down in the lower right-hand side of the website, there's a map with a lot of dots on it. And if you click it, you can see there are dots all over the place. Those dots 
are you? Those stars represent uh, you and everyone who checks us out, which we found this program and downloaded it and thought it'd be really cool because it, want, it, it makes you want to break into It's a Small World. It really does. It's very cool to see where everyone is across the country, across the world. It's so awesome to see that. It's great. And it, it, it makes you want to just put the, the hat on with the ears because, boy, if I say it, they will come after me. They'll find me those people anyway uh, and break into it's a small world you may have noticed if you have checked this out when you click to get the bigger picture there are to my disgust world of warcraft gold ads plastered all over this is not our doing this is not for the horde radios doing this is a free program that we downloaded not our doing and when i noticed that i almost wanted to pull it off and i was talked out of it big v was like well you know it's not us we have nothing to do with it and honestly we we don't we have nothing to do with this and we have no say it's a free program they say hey who's your target audience guess who we're going to target for whatever if we did dish towels i'm sure there would be ads for dish towels all over but no we do world of warcraft so they got those blasted gold ads all over the place this is not us we do not support gold farming or gold buying in any way, shape, or form. And again, I, I'm still kind of mm, debating whether or not I want to take this off or not because of that. It really bugs me. For now, we're going to leave it up because it is really slick to see where all you guys are. I think it's slick. And then you should think it's slick, too. It's like, oh, look at that. I just think that's really cool. So that was the other little point I've been wanting to make, and I kept forgetting uh, last few shows. And now we are going to get into our emails. But before we do couple of things we at for the horde radio first want to give a shout out to two people who were so cool to write us itunes reviews and to one of you to first shout out to quasmon who wrote a review like several weeks ago and i am sorry i didn't notice it until the last show went up because again i did this again this has happened already to me i've uploaded the show and i check itunes because as you all know how much i love itunes just to be sure it was uploading and I see a review that somebody had written us and I went I missed it no so I apologize to Guazman but thank you so much for writing us such a great review very funny and I love that you torture like people at work who are play alliance it's kind of fun thank you so much and our second shout out on that is going to Corlina on the Emerald Dream who also wrote us a fabulous review I'm glad I caught you before like another show went by thank you both so much for that that was awesome and you are the best and now we can officially launch into reading of the email yes we have got a ton of email to read out guys we have got a ton and a ton of great stories submitted by all you guys about your doings in world of warcraft but before we even go into those we have yet which is so cool we have a call in from our friend bone grinder hello this is bone grinder again and i am calling here to give a shout out to well, actually, the person on my friend list, Azuma, for really saving my butt out there in Hellfire Peninsula. And I get about five Hellbores and an Orc, and he came and saved me. And I really like to give a shout out to him. And I would also like to give a shout out to Messara of the Darkness Falls Guild, because he also saved me. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of weak. Um, <laughs> he actually ended up saving me twice, actually, and I did think about a thousand times. I should have given him more, but for sure that's what he was expecting. And I'd like to thank him also. And I would also like to thank. Let's see. Yeah, I'd also like to thank Mez Mez Bones from the Darkest Falls Guild for helping me out on a quest. Um, we actually went questing three times, and I'd like to give a shout out to him for helping me out there. And of course, I'd also like to give um, um, I'd also like to give a shout out to you guys. So you guys are awesome, and your show is awesome. And I also took your advice on the quest, Boiling Blood. Oh my gosh, the quest is annoying. I know why you hate it so much. I can't understand, like Big V had said, how you kill so many boards without lungs. So many ballistics without brains, and how in the world can you kill big, brute, strong demon orcs without blood? Then of course you throw the blood in, a whole bunch of little critters come out, it's annoying. But, I made it through, and I actually finally made it to 60, which I think is a big goal, cause, I said, huh, 10 more levels, yay! So I also, um, I think, whoop myself for that, and I hope you guys continue your show, and I love it, and I'm also gonna take your advice to start getting eggs early, cause, I know how frustrating it is when you have to go everywhere, especially in Mogul and all the little tournaments are all crying. Get all the little princesses all dead. So you're trying to get little unhatched eggs. Alright, well, see you guys later. Bye. First, grats on hitting level 60. That is a huge deal. Grats to you. And do I lie about those quests? I don't. We sometimes give you helpful information here. I've mentioned occasionally we do. And that is one of them. Cause, yeah, I wasn't lying about the boiling blood. It's it's just awful. But huge grats to you on hit dinging 60. Thank you so much, Bone Grinder, for sending that in. You're the only person who's used the phone so far, but thank you. That's awesome. Remember, you too. Can you, we were going to call these out at the very, very end of the show. Because what I realized what I was doing was I was kind of scattering like emails and phone numbers and web addresses kind of throughout the entire show. We're keeping them all to the end. And I will read out any which way you can reach us. So we're saving all of that. We will call it out at the very, very end of the show. But thank you, Bone Grinder, so, so much for calling in. That was awesome. I love that. That is just such a cool thing. Thank you. But now, yes, now we get into the email reading. And our first email comes to us from Emorg who is on the Whisperwind server. And this is actually good advice. Uh, we're still into Wintervale, so this is going to be good for those of you who have not done the quest yet for the Father Winter Cookies. Oh, sorry, Great Father Winter Cookies. Emorg suggests, Last year I farmed small eggs and found them easily at the Moonkin Farm in the middle of Darkshore around 46-48 cords. They are plentiful and they respawn rather quickly. I made really good gold during Wintervale farming them. So, good luck. Thank you very much. Helpful hints are always good. Thank you, Emorg, for sending that in. And that is for anyone, if you haven't done it yet, or if you're looking to pick up that holiday cash, slide in there and get those small eggs. Although at this stage, it may not be necessary. <laughs> at this point, a lot of folks have done the quests already. But hey, you never know. Thank you so much for sending that in. Our next email comes to us from Gigi, who says, Hey, I just came across your podcast on iTunes. And I have to say, I love it. It's very different to what's already out there. I started playing at the Burning Crusade launch, and I have a level 70 warlock, a 70 priest, and a 60 mage. 
on the Dragonblade EU server. As an aside, oh my god, oh my god, I was doing the happy dance when I got my name to 70 and was tickled, but you got like, holy cow, that is awesome, that is just incredible. Good, and, and like these are not easy classes to play and you got them all to 70, that is awesome, good for you. Gigi continues, I was listening to your other cast and I wanted to say I loved episode 6. I had a suckerfish. He helped me in the Barrens once when I started and I didn't get rid of him for ages after that. He in-game stalked me until I made an alt and stopped playing my main tune for a few months. Oh god, suckerfish. They're awful, aren't they? They just latch on to you. So I hope you finally uh, detached. And thank you so much for sending that in. And, and good for you with those those classes. You go. That's awesome. But hopefully your suckerfish left you alone. I hope he did. God, suckerfish. Anyway, <laughs> we have another email. This is an email from Odessa on the Dune Mall server who writes in, I'm a human mage. Awesome. All the complaints I hear on your show about the Alliance is exactly how the Alliance feel about the Horde. It's funny to hear a Horde complain the same way. I do have a Blood Elf Pally on the Draenor server. She's level 50, and I wish I had a pink armor set. No, you don't. First off, you don't wish you had a pink armor set. Actually, if it's a female, it could work. You said she, so yeah. Um, a, a pink armor set on a, a female pally, yes. On a Blood Elf male, it's just cruel. That's all I have to say about the pink armor set. I have no doubt, I am not under any illusions, that there are Horde out there who do the same thing that we see the Alliance doing. It's just, I don't think we see it as much from our side because we're not exposed to it in the same fashion. So I have no doubt there are players on the Horde side out there who are doing all the things we hate about the these Alliance. And once again, I have to clarify, when I'm saying Alliance, I'm not saying faction. I am saying attitude. It's the Alliance attitude. And from where I stand, it seems to come from them. Again, I'm under no illusion that the Horde are angels. We're, we're not. Most of us are like those listening to this podcast are angels, of course. But there are other Horde. The, the evil Horde. There are players who just do dumb things, mean things, who are jerks regardless what side they play on. So I have no doubt, but I actually, I find it funny to hear that you actually complain about what we do too. So that's awesome. Odessa, you are honorary Horde. You are Horde. You just don't know it. So yes, thank you so much for writing in and for shedding a little light on that. I, I do like that. I like hearing about that sort of thing. Like, what do they say about us? Hmm. Thank you so much. And actually, speaking of Honorary Horde, uh, last show, our first and ever Alliance player wrote in to say that he listened to the show. And he actually, he sent in his name and server, which is actually already up on the Horde board, but uh, he just sent it to clarify. My character's name is Clybelius, and I play in the Storm Rage server. Um, for the Horde? That was a good for the Horde. I appreciate the effort, as do we all. Thank you so much for sending that in. And thank you kind of for opening the door, because it seems this time around we got a couple more emails from some Alliance, which is cool, because I don't want them to feel like they can't write. Like, if you write in, I'm going to go after you. I'm not. I, we go after idiots and jerks and, and people who like to disrupt other people's gameplay. If you're normal, I'm not going after you. <laughs> if you're a normal person, 
You have nothing to fear. So thank you for opening the door on that there, Kybelius, because it seems that by taking, by being the pioneer, you have opened the way for other alliance to feel welcomed here at For the Horde Radio. And like I said, your honorary horde. You are horde. You've just, you've worked on that alliance main for too long before you realized it. I understand. That's okay. Just so you know, you are horde. Thank you for writing in. Another email we have, it says, I'm writing to wish you and the big guy a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I wish you and all your listeners the very best during this holiday season for the horde. That is from, of course, our friend Sauron on the Vosh server. Thank you so much. And yes, very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you too. And to all our listeners, because that is what is coming up very shortly in two days. <laughs> I had to think. Yes, I did. I had to think about it. But thank you so much, Sauron, for sending that in. That was so great. Thank you. We got another email. And actually, this is an email with a question, which I answered. But I'm actually curious to hear what our other listeners, what their view is on this. So, hi, FTH Radio. I just have a question. I wanted to know if I'm a slow leveler. I started WoW in February of 07, and it is now December, and I'm a level 30 Tauren. For the Horde! Anyway, I quit in early June, and I'm going to continue on Christmas. I've spent a lot of time to try every class again, and I'm just asking if I could be considered a slow leveler. Oh yes, my name is Skyshifter on the Agamar server. I'm also going to give a shout out to, oh my god, I'm on fire, level 70 Pally, and Rendier, level 70 Druid. Hope you're all doing good, and I'll be back soon. You guys rock, by the way, for the horde. Thank you for Skyshifter for sending that in. As I had answered you, I'll say it here. I don't think there's anything as such a, anything as a slow leveler. I think you just take your time, play the game however the hell you want. There seems to be a little too much emphasis on hurry up and level. Hurry up and get to 70. Hurry, 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 hurry. And and I know some people are obsessed. Like, oh, I've mentioned our insane uh, priest who comes in and dings. We love her. No, that's, we're, we're just busting. We do love her. But there are people who just are natural levelers. They, they, it's not, it is one of those things. They don't even try. They just do it. And they go up, 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 up. And there are other people that just take their time. I'm one of those who take their time. Uh, some levels I find I just fly through and other ones I can't seem to get out of. It's like I've been, you know, this level for how many months? So I really don't think there's anything to be considered like a slow leveler. You take as long as it takes. <laughs> I hate to tell you this. When you get to your 40s, it gets worse. I don't know what it is about the 40s. And I have found this pretty much across the board uh, for all classes, both sides, everything. When you hit 40, it seems to come to a screeching halt. And I don't know why. I think it's because half the quests are too low. You, you've grown out of them. They're now too low. And to where you have to go next is too high. So you're trying to find things that you can handle that give you good XP, but aren't going to kick your ass. And there doesn't seem to be that many areas that do that when you're 40. 40s, I don't know what it is. It just takes forever. So if you think you're leveling slow now, when you hit 40, it gets worse. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you that. But I'm curious on what our listeners think of this question. Is there such a thing as a slow leveler? Personally, I don't think so. I think you just take your time. And you know what? If you rush through this game, you're missing a lot. You're missing a whole lot. Uh, people took the time to kind of make all these little intricate things. Eh, pay attention every so often. So take as long as you want and don't worry 
if your friends are shooting by you and going up levels. I, I know how that feels, believe me. Just play it for fun. Play it for fun. Glad you're coming back, though. I hope you find enjoyment with it again. And maybe, maybe it's your class. I did mention that, too, because I have noticed that the hybrid classes also take, like, 12 years to level anything. So I don't know if that's it, but I, I really don't think um, you should consider yourself anything but a player and a horde player at that. Thank you so much for writing in. But if our other listeners can scootish over a, an email or your opinion on that, what do you think of leveling just in general? Is there such a thing as a slow leveler? I don't think so, but what's your view? Let us know. Now we're getting into some stories we have for you. We have actually quite a few stories to read out from our listeners who have had some doings in Azeroth. So let us check this out. Our first one comes to us from Troll Sky. Who writes? Oh yes, this is the troll, Troll Sky. And I have a very humorous story. So I'm in Zangramarsh, questing, and this night elf warrior begins to follow me. So I know something's up, but being the honorable horde I am, continue about my business. Finally, he challenges me to a duel. Never one to back down, no matter how high a level, I accept. Now, I'm a hunter, and my power lies behind my bow, so I go for the ranged defense while I send my dog for close combat. This guy starts to back up so I continue forward to keep my range and stupid me I run right into the Cenarian Refuge where I get ganked by the guards. Now I'm in the graveyard and I realize I'm in PvP. It turns out that this night elf switched to PvP before dueling me. So I res and summon the dog and who comes back? You know who. So I move back away from the guards and begin pelting this guy with arrows. The coward moves away back though and now he's out of range. Now my definition of a duel is two people one on one where one defeats another. So since we were interrupted by guard, this duel was not done. I move in and continued shooting but this guy moved farther back. Then I get an idea. I send in the enraged pet. I pull the guards off with multi shot feign death to drop aggro, multi to pull, feign to drop and so on and so forth. And when he's low I execute rapid shot and pelt the sucker until he's dead. I had to feign death to drop aggro and watch my poor pet die, but it was worth it just to hear that dramatic night elf death cry. So this is a call out to Liast of the final D guild on the Bladefist server. And a little message. Don't let the guards fight for you, especially when you're fighting a hunter who can easily pull and drop aggro. Oh yeah, and a hunter for the horde. Awesome, awesome story. Thank you, Trolls Guy. That was great. Ah, uh, it's great. I love. Well, I'm I'm partial to hunters. I have to admit, but awesome story. Thank you so much for sending that in. What a jerk. Oh, see, that's an alliance. That's an alliance. Not because he's on the side of the alliance, but because he pulled that kind of nonsense. Going to PvP and letting the guards do his fighting and that sort of thing. That's an alliance. That's what I'm talking about. So, thank you for sending that in. We have another story for you. This comes to us from ZagavXP of the Draconis Nox Guild on the E-Trig server. Who writes, Dear For The Horde Radio, Before I dive into the main topic of this email, I'd like to take a second to applaud you both for making such a wonderful podcast and for filling the otherwise pointless time in my day with your voices and making me laugh my arse off. Thank you. And... <laughs> That is great. Thank you so 
much for sending that in. Now, as he continues, now then, I'm to the main point of this email. I couldn't help but notice the tale of being camped in your ninth episode. I'm not generally one who writes into podcasts, but having heard this and enjoying your show very much, I have decided to share a tale of my own. So there I was, in the Arafi Highlands, with my main, who is only level 40 undead warlock. Mind you, I haven't played this game for very long, so I'm still in the process of learning the ropes. Anyway, I'm questing, minding my own business, doing a horribly dull question, which has something to do with the princess and the keystones. As an aside, oh, yes, I remember that quest. He continues, Now, for a particular part in this chain, I must find a huge lumbering rock golem named Forzuk and his three bodyguards, which are more along the lines of an annoyance than actual bodyguards. Now, this rock golem is kind of like the Rebert, despite his size. It's impossible to find him or see him coming, but this is not my point. I had spent a good half hour trying to find him. My experience meter is a mere two bars from me reaching 40, and if I were to slaughter him, rummage through his stony corpse and take the magical stick and hand my quest in, I could have leveled. So at last I find him, and after careful planning, I launch my attack. I am flawless. Everything is going according to plan. And then it happened. I noticed a relatively large chunk missing out of my 3,000-something life. I flip around just in time to see a level 22 Draenei Shaman dancing on my now-re-dead corpse. I had PvP disabled, and I was pretty sure that I wasn't flagged, so I am, of course, a bit frustrated and confused at this. I am also not on a PvP server, so how did this happen? I shrug it off and go back to my corpse. But when I res, I come to to find that both my giant and magical stick have been taken from me and I will now have to find him again. But then the shaman comes back and starts making faces and rude gestures and all the other retarded thing alliance do to me. So I try to ignore him. He follows. And then I suddenly find I am dead again. I'm going, what the hell? I go back to my corpse and the shaman is there waiting. I notice my bar going down again so I try to stand up for myself. But to my surprise, this shaman's level 70 night elf buddy comes out of hiding and strings me by my intestinal cords. Now I'm getting ticked, but hey, I'll just go to the healer. No biggie, right? Wrong. I get to my body and the shaman blows the hell out of my res sick body. I was camped for an hour. They murdered me over 10 times. They would tease me and then let me res and I tried to run to Hammerfall, but the moment I got too close to the doors, I would die. Eventually, I was forced off the computer, half because I could no longer take those two and half because my dinner was ready. I'm not sure if I'm justified in feeling enraged by them, but I was. So in closing, I would like to call out Tamoa the Shaman and Arith the Night Elf on the Etrig server. If anyone sees these two in any sort of PvP situation, please be sure that they do not enjoy their time. Also, I would like to appraise, I'm going to try to say this name correctly, not sure I'm going to succeed, but we're going to try. I would like to appraise Confisceral of my guild and give him a shout out for guiding me through Feralus and helping me quest despite the massive level differences. My best wishes and hopes to you and Big V. Sincerely, Zog of XP. Thank you first for writing in and for acknowledging your fellow guildie there, even though I've probably totally butchered that name there. But thank you very much for, for giving him a shout out because that's also very cool. Now to focus on the 
other side. I don't understand how you got in PvP either if you weren't flagged. The only thing I can think of is maybe you got flagged and you didn't know it. Because I know out in that area, um, there are both sides, so maybe you got too close to enemy territory and it tripped and maybe you didn't notice. Because if you're not on a PvP server and you did not flag, how'd you get flagged? That's the only thing I could think of is how you possibly got flagged. Should you be upset? I think so. I think I'd be really upset. That's just... See, that's alliance, by the way. Again, not faction. Attitude. That is alliance. That is wrong. Doing that to somebody over and over and over again. All they're trying to do is their dang quest. And you gotta go and... I love how the 22 comes out with the level 70. That burned me. And I wasn't even there. That just irked the living hell out of me. And it's a shame you had to leave your computer to just kind of back away from it. God... You know, if you are flagged, I know um, if you wait long enough before going to, like, the spirit healer or your body, it will untrip. For the mo From what I've seen, it will, like, unflag you after, like, five minutes or something. So uh, just a helpful hint next time. If that happens again and they're not letting up, if you wait, you will unflag. But I can't figure out how you got flagged either in the first place. The only thing I could think of is that you got too close to something out there and it just tripped and you didn't even realize it because yeah they can't make you go into pvp i don't think unless that's a new thing that blizzard put in oh now alliance can make horde go into pvp regardless <laughs> wouldn't shock me anyway i am so sorry you ran into that and yes if anybody sees these two clowns out there on the e-trig server tamoa and Arith, get them get them for our friend zog of xp Thank you for writing in, and I hope revenge will come, because you know what? You're going to be 70 one day, and when you are, go find them. Thank you for writing in. We have another story, and this one comes to us from an alliance. It says, my name is Terrace, and I'm from the Spirestone server. I love to listen to For the Horde Radio. I find it funny and entertaining. I'm an alliance, a 53 night elf hunter. I am probably one of the slowest dingers in-game. Probably because I went and tried the Horde for a while. Level 30 Blood Elf Pally and level 25 Undead Warrior. And then I did Scarlet Monastery probably over 40 times between 35 and 42. Anyway, I've come to rant on stupid Alliance players. Now, I must say, Alliance does have more immature players from its attraction of its races, who are much nicer looking than the Horde races. As an aside, we are beautiful on the inside. He continues, Sometimes I can't stand other Alliance players. A couple of months back, I was in the Scarlet Monastery Armory run with a couple of my guildmates and some randoms. I had every piece of an armor to the Scarlet Armor set, and I wanted to get the Ravenger for some time now. I had seen it about twice and lost the rolls both times. Now I was hoping very much that this time it would drop. I had a perfect group for myself to get it, or so I thought. A druid tank, a priest and mage, and a hunter who already had the Ravenger with a fiery enchant on it. So all was good for about halfway through when we entered the armory section. I didn't have my pet out since I apparently abused it. Low money, picky eating cat, which by the way I've had since level 10. Anyway, the guy was obviously a beastmaster hunter and his pet was doing everything for him. He told me to get out my pet and help make it tank. And I, by the way, hate Beastmaster Hunters because they do nothing for themselves. I am Marksmanship Hunter and always have the high in DPS, even over Pyromages. I explained my predicament and he got even angrier calling me a noob and such. I just let it go and went on. We soon came to the boss, Herod, and slayed him with ease. And what do you know? The Ravenger dropped. 
I was very excited seeing that, and I was finally going to get it. My party all pressed pass, knowing that I needed it, and then we waited. The hunter pressed nothing, and instead said, Hmm, you know what? This might be of use to me, and I'll compare it with my fiery enchant ravenger. And since you, referring to me, are such a noob, I'll need it. So he did, and just my luck, I rolled a two, he rolled a seventy-six. Oh, how the rage and disappointment fluttered over me. And I vented my frustration to him. And then, guess what he did? He came up to me and decided to give me three gold to make up for what he did. How in the world could this jerk do such a thing? I, of course, denied this offer and just hearthed and quit. I never did get the Ravenger, but the staff that drops from the boss in the Scarlet Monastery Library proved much better for me in stats and all. What have I learned from these instances? Do not go into a five-man instance where there are people who wear mail. Anyway, I'd like to say thanks for reading my rant about Alliance players. And oh, by the way, don't no warriors look ridiculous? That is from, again, Terrace on the Spirestone server. And yes, gnomes in general look ridiculous, no matter what they are, but especially gnome warriors. Wow, I've, I've said it before, man. They, they eat their own. They go after their own, man. Wow. What a jerk. What a jerk. But I'm glad you got the better weapon in the long run. But that is just wrong. So wrong. So wrong. But thank you for writing in. And, and you know what? You are also honorary horde. You see, you know why? You know why you're honorary horde? Despite the fact that you're a night elf, you know why? Because you did the right thing. Good for you. I'm glad you got the better weapon. Ah, oh, what a jerk. Anyway, thank you so much for writing in. And I hope that your five mans go better <laughs> next time you, uh, you do one. And here we come to our final email. A final email story. This is from Elodie on the Ice Crown server who writes, So there I am in Westfall with my human paladin doing the Killing Fields quest. To save face, I do play a Blood Elf Rogue for the Horde, but I didn't want to do the same quest line back to back, so I went with the human pally. Sorry, I digress. In this daunting quest, you have to kill 20 Harvest Watchers. So I'm heading towards a Harvest Watcher when a Night Elf Rogue pulls him away from me, kills him, and goes on his merry way. I get past it. Hey, mistakes happen. I just assumed it was that. A mistake. Since a few others were doing this quest, the Watchers were pretty scarce, so you had to stand around and wait for others to one rezzed in, and I'm running towards it. He tried to steal it, but my pally got off a hit before it ran toward him. He attacks it as well, and then steals the loot and runs off. I repeat, he runs over, attacks it, steals the loot, and runs off like the little scum sucker he is. After this happens about twice, I whisper him, You saw me running towards him, right? His response, I saw him first, then he puts me on ignore. I guess being confronted maturely was too much for him. That was a bold-faced lie. When I ran toward it, he wasn't even facing in that direction. I tend to look out for things like that. I'd look before I leave, make sure no one else sees it first. You know, that one word beginning with R, something like this night elf rogue and others seem to lack? Respect? Respect for other players who are trying to struggle through the same quest they are? I saw him running toward it first, 
then I would have backed away. That's what I do. Common sense tells you if you see someone running toward it, then the respectful thing to do is to back off and let them have it, right? Apparently, not for this guy. Annie Ed, I consider myself a respectful and mature player when I play Horde or Alliance. But if anyone is on the Ice Crown server and sees this guy, I want others to torment him. Sure, it's a PvE server, but I would love if people tormented this guy every single time he logged on to the game. Heck, even if it means stealing things from him and giving him a taste of a thing I'd call karma. If I have to beg every one of your listeners to roll an alliance just to bug this guy, I'll do it with bells on. His name is Zortkas, Night Elf Rogue Ice Crown Server. When Big V and I read this email, not to mention, as you heard, quite a few emails of this kind of nonsense going on in, in game, we put our heads together and we have heard your plea, Elodie. We've heard it. We've heard the plea. And uh, now View from the Barn is about to make sense because we've decided that we're taking up your cause. We are taking up your cause. We are going to the Ice Crown server and we inviting everyone who listens to join us. Our goal is to, if we can, find this Zordkast guy and let him know we do not approve of tormenting for the Horde Radio listeners. We do not approve of this. So here is our game plan. January 5th of the new year, 2008, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Adjust your clocks to wherever you are because even server time is messed up. I don't even know what server time is on the ice ground server. I know they all are different depending on what time zone they're in. So Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. January 5th on Ice Crown. We are, well, here's the part that's going to make you all shudder. We, um, we're going to roll Alliance, which is what you were hearing during View from the Barn, our beginnings of that. One, because if we roll Horde, we're never getting out there. <laughs> we're going to die a thousand times before we even get to find this guy. So we, in order to mingle amongst with the enemies, we have to become that which we hate. So we are going to be meeting outside of Stormwind on the 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And our our goal is, if we can, find this gentleman and uh, let him know we disapprove. We disapprove of his treatment of other players, especially Elodie. Now, you are, of course, all invited. If we, we would love, and the other reason actually behind this is kind of where I was going with the map story, which is it's cool to see everybody, but you know what? It's also cool if we could all like get together and everyone's got their mains scattered all over the, the zillion servers that Blizzard has. And of course, I'm not picking, sorry, my main, um, I'm not going to move my main around from server to server here, but it'd be cool if we could all just like get together. I think it'd be very awesome to hear from you guys other than just emails or just just to hang out for a little bit and I think this can be a good time I hope it's a good time I really don't know what to expect but you're all invited to come and uh, see what we can do if we can find him we'll roll around Stormwind uh, uh, being annoying basically <laughs> because I really don't expect anyone to have unless you happen to have a high level on that particular on the Ice Crown server I you know roll an alliance and and bring his or her level one butt out to Stormwind <laughs> don't expect you to roll it on any uh, serious concentration of levels there, but just so you don't get killed by a duck as you walk down the road would be good. <laughs> Actually, it's not hard. You just run through the kindergarten. You'll get to level five. It's fine. And then get over to Stormwind, and 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 we'll go. We we'll go looking around a little bit. And I think it'd be. I actually think if nothing else, even if we don't 
find this guy. It'll be a good time just to hang out all together. But a couple of things that I do want to mention. Um, again, this is all for fun. And if we happen to find this guy, we, of course, can tell him that we saw it first. And uh, we want to poke him, but we don't want to poke him with a stick. We, we just want to poke him lightly. Because the last thing I want to see, and, and this would make... Big V cry if you if this happened and you don't want to see a Torin cry uh, because it's it's a heartbreaking thing and also when Big V cries he he tends to break things so you don't want to see that happen but I don't want to see anyone get in trouble for like griefing you know anybody or harassment or getting kicked off the server anything like that it would it would break my heart so nothing to the extreme uh we have procured a vent server for this event we have rented a vent server for this event yes we have and all information will be given out uh when you come and you know what just to let us know you're one of us uh again we'll be outside of stormwind you will not be able to miss us because we will be gnomes as you heard and the most ridiculous looking gnomes that you can find uh give either big v or auntie ed a whisper and just whisper FTH radio. That way we know you're one of us and we can uh, all group together and hopefully have a really good time. Like I said, if nothing else, just to, to hang with you guys for a little bit would be awesome. So January 5th, 8 p.m. Eastern time on the Ice Ground server. Elodie, I hope you can come because this is for you. <laughs> We're going to go. We're going to look for this guy and, uh, and and show him why. We disapprove of, of 9L probes who do that to people. Well, wow. Told you. A lot of emails to read, and and that's so awesome that there were so so awesome that there were so many emails to read. My God, keep them coming, please. As I had said, now I'm going to give you all the, the information. If you want to send us in an email, we have two email addresses. The main email is fthradio at gmail.com. Also, please don't forget, Big V has his own email too, which is biggest V at gmail.com and you could also do what bone grinder has done which is awesome and call us it is uh, it is a toll call it, the number is 206 888 3130 and of course please always check out the website www.forthehorderadio.com for an assortment of cool things and cool links and stuff we think is just neat so this is concluding at long last our episode 11 and we are wishing everyone a very happy holiday season a very happy new year and we will be returning in the new year in two weeks for another alliance smacking window washing cow mooing episode of Yes, the quaff. It is bad. <laughs> I ain't going to hell alone. You're coming with me. <laughs> they back up really quick. Yeah, they do. Compared to, like, the other races? Yeah, you try and back a tauren up. I'm surprised the damn thing doesn't start beeping. 
Why? Look at this. Would you look at this? Who is this? Okay. MC Santa. Make Santa. Hey, turn around and make rude gestures. One, two, two three. three. <laughs> <laughs> and we turn around again. <laughs> get out! Get on the other side of him. Let's dance. Hey, both of <laughs> you guys look like fat gay rapists on coke. Laugh out loud. Just Let's joking. <laughs> On our podcast. <laughs> yep. You want me to put it in? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And you're going to be on our podcast. <laughs>